Hello and welcome back to the podcast. You know, a lot went down this week because over here in good old Michigan, we got our first real warm weather of the year. And with that, of course, we left our houses and we're actually out and about doing activities that we can now share with the class. Mm -hmm. Starting with, you know, the first shred of sunlight that happened I decided I needed to renovate the whole backyard. Mm. I started power washing. <laughs> I started power washing things. I started ordering, you know, new rugs for the deck. I just got wild. And one of the first things I did also was, you know, I decided that you don't need a pool or a body of water in order to get a pool lounge chair. No, like, can why would we, you need that? Can we normalize just buying pool lounge chairs without having a pool? I, th- I think you can. Because I I'm think you did. <laughs> well, so I went full, you know, full all out. I, I order six, not one, not two. Specific. Six pool lounge chairs from Walmart. For all our friends. And I'm thinking, <laughs> honestly don't know what I was thinking, six. Like, that's that's absurd. But, you know, I thought, well, we'll put them all along the along the lawn. What do you mean all I don't know. <laughs> I was like, it'll be so nice. Line we'll get umbrellas. Up. Yeah, line them up. I don't know. So I ordered six lounge chairs. And also in my head, I'm like, there's a Walmart somewhere nearby. So if I need to return them, it's not going to be a problem. No problem. Well, I was wrong. Mm. So... Firstly, I have Evan put together one chair, and it was a difficult task. We've built a lot of furniture, including everything in this studio. That That is true. We're pretty good at it Pros. at this point. However, this one was extremely difficult for whatever reason. Interesting. So he takes like two hours, he gets this chair together, and I look at it, and I'm like, I actually don't like it. <laughs> He's like, what? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I think we need to return all of them. So, and I've also been on top of my return game lately. You have. Like if something, if I don't like it, it's going back. I'm not going to just keep it until I, you know, that expires. So Mm -hmm. I decided we're going to take these six chairs back. We load them up. By the way, this was the day that it was like 90 degrees out. It was very hot. So we load them all up, we drive to Walmart, and we're thinking there's going to be some type of pull-up area that you can unload things if you have a lot. Mm-hmm. Not quite. We also asked inside, like, do you guys have anything, like, we could load these all on because they're huge boxes. They point to, like, this little cart thing. They're like, you can take that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we go out to the parking lot. Beating down the sun is just like we're sweating. We load all six of the chairs, or five, because we had the one we had to carry separate, onto this little cart. Ambitious. Evan straps them in with like a strap too. He brought he brought his own. Sh- we were we were prepared. Oh yeah. So we go to go inside. They don't fit in the door, so it's too tall. So we're like, oh, oh my god. So I go back inside and I'm like, excuse me, is there like another entrance for deliveries that maybe we could roll this through? Because we've already got it all strapped in. She's like, no, sorry, you need to lay them down flat. We had to take every single one back off, reload it back on, 
again, 90 degrees, we're sweating. All these employees are just watching us too. <laughs> like People just were spectating. like, and we were right in the way of the door and we like tried to move out of the way, but it's, they were heavy. So yeah. we were like just in the, people were just walking past us, watching us like struggle. That's so um, unfortunate. We, we did do it though. And like finally at the end, once we got them all in, the employees were like, oh my gosh, you got them in. Good job. I'm like, thank you. I'm literally sweating. <laughs> yeah. What? Thanks a lot. So... <clears throat> That um, was a disaster. And so I recommend that if you are going to be like us and get a lounger, even though you don't have a body of water, don't get six at you know, one time. Maybe get maybe get two and <laughs> see how it goes. Start small. Yeah. So I'm still I'm still working on that project, though. You also sent me. I don't know if any of you guys have seen this, mm. but it's like the DIY stock tank pool that I went viral, that. I guess. This happened like last summer, a couple summers ago. I think so. And so I never seen it. You sent me it. And of course, this gets added to my list immediately because again, there's just, my whole yard needs to just change because I saw one shred of sunlight. Mm. So um, I also decided that I want to do that too. I love this. Which is a whole other project. Or I could just get like a blow up pool. I feel like people are doing that now too. Yeah, those are kind of fun. They have really cute ones too. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I just- you know what's crazy? For some reason, like I'm totally down to get a pool one day, mm-hmm. but for some reason, the little pools, I'm like, are the dogs gonna get in there and drown somehow? What in the in I, the blow up pool? Yeah, I don't know. Or like if they go in there and like pop it, it could be a disaster too. There's, I mean, if they pop it, the water just goes onto the grass. Yes, but that's just one scenario. Then the next scenario is, is the what drowning. If they drown? I'm pretty sure the water is shorter than them. Not little Lottie. Little Lottie. That's like my worst fear. You're going to see her out there and be like, no. Um, so yeah, that's that's what's helped me back. But I think we should try it this year. Also, I think Evan will be really upset because he prides himself in the grass looking good. Ooh. And, you know, if if the grass dies underneath, I'm never going to hear the end of it. But um, I also didn't even tell you this, but... He wants to be like a lot, like he wants to lawn mow our lawn. Yes. Like we usually have a company do it. Uh Uh-huh. He wants to be in charge this year. Good. He's been researching lawn mowers like no other. I'm like, research? Yes. Yes. I'm like, really? But that was like, also, I think his little first shred of sunlight. And he's like, I'm going to mow the lawn this year. Like, oh okay inspired (laughs) i'm gonna renovate the backyard (laughs) see you out there perfect timing but that was also both of us went out there and picked up sticks in the yard oh yeah you were saying your day i'm like what are we doing (laughs) we're just out here collecting sticks and the thing i'm like if somebody saw us right now they'd be like are you okay it was tedious i got sore yeah that's what you're saying whatever what a time i was excited for it to be nice out um and then of course it literally snowed but it's fine um the whole deck that i power washed is now disgusting back to where it was yeah. no it's worse perfect but um yeah we also took advantage of the nice weather and we went to a tigers game yay which again like i just feel like we're gonna be doing that a lot like it's just something to do i know they are fun I don't know. I love a baseball game. Not that I've ever. You didn't watch it. I didn't watch an ounce of it, but the the ambiance, the atmosphere is just something you want to be a part of. <laughs> I was saying too, before we went to the game, I go, it's kind of like, you know, like 
we're not buying a ticket to the game. We're buying a ticket to like, like <laughs> you like said, you the said, clu- what did I call it? The club the, fee? Like the entrance fee. <laughs> yeah. It's like the entrance fee to get to like a cool club. We've done that before too, where you like walk up to the thing and you're like, can I get the cheapest ticket? Yeah. And they're like, these people, yeah. like they know why we're there. Yeah. We're just there to hang out on, on the porch and not watch. No. Yeah. Just have but honestly, drink. it was so hot out that day that we stayed under the shade. It was almost too hot. You couldn't even enjoy it. it was, and then it literally snowed, whatever. Um, But, you know, every time we go to a sporting event or even a concert downtown. Yeah. Sometimes we end up at a bar with live music. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, we realized this girl like walked in and mm-hmm. I was eavesdropping and she started freaking out. And she was like, oh, my God, like she must have knew whoever was playing in the band I'm convinced it was her ex-boyfriend really i'm yeah i don't think the reaction was like i mean maybe they left on good terms but it wasn't really negative at all it was just like oh my god oh my god and that's how i would react if i saw my ex-boyfriend in a band but then she oh was like god. up there dancing yeah she was trying to be like Whoa. oh my god <laughs> um my life is better now yeah i don't know about that so then we were kind of talking we're like what would you do if we came in here and you know how there was like always that one group of kids in high school that like had a band yeah what would you do if it was them i don't know i maybe the same thing that girl did maybe like oh my god it's them they made part of me feels like it depends like on the level of drunkness at the time like on one hand i could see us going up there and be like oh my god we know (laughs) you and then like on the other hand us just being like we might have to go now I you know could I mean? see it going either way, but like I've been social lately. Like when we were at the bar, there was like somebody from like college that I I had friends in the same friend group. Like I would consider us friends, acquaintances, but like haven't spoke to since college. <laughs> and I just went up to him. I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" Uh, my friends are going to a bar after this. If you and your girlfriend, <laughs> want, I just assumed the girl that he was with was his girlfriend. I'm like, if you guys want to join us and like, have fun. And he was like, uh, no. And I was like, great. See you See later. Ya. <laughs> um, yeah, we have kind of been social. Well, speaking of being social. So we're in the bathroom at this oh said gosh, bar. I was social. And Brittany is, you know, eavesdropping. Like, not discreetly at all. Not like, discreetly. My jaw was physically dropping as I was hearing what the they, occurrences were. They were just ta- there was these girls in there. There was three girls. They were talking about like one of the girls' boyfriends mm, was being like sketchy and whatever. And Brittany's listening and she's like, <laughs> literally, and literally. And I was like, I'm like looking at her like, what are you doing? Let's go. And the girls notice Brittany eavesdropping and they're like, oh my God. Can you um actually go up to this guy? He's wearing this. Yes, described his whole outfit to and a we're T. Like, Will you see if he'll cheat on his girlfriend with you? And like the girl's right there and she's like She um, was a little devastated. Yeah, and her like, friends um, were like, No, you need to do this. Like, this is him. Like, you can do it. And I was like, um, well, I don't think my boyfriend would like that very much. So it's a no from me. But then, good luck. And then they looked at me and I'm like, yeah, I'm engaged. So, <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh my god, you are!" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> we just kind of removed ourselves from the situation, but I was so shook because I've seen that online with girls having other girls message 
their boyfriend. Yeah, like on social media and see if but they respond. These girls were trying to enlist us to do it in real life for their friend. Like in their that friend was wasn't there. Even on board <laughs> with the friend it. was like, um, I we just bought a house together, yeah. and I was like, oh, it was bad. I was like, yeah, this isn't a good idea. We're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think overall, this theme of this last week that I realized, at least. There was a theme? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just the way I felt at the end of the week. It is going to be, and it is already, so much harder to be healthy and, like, have good habits when it's nice out. Mm. Like, to not want to go drink on a patio. My favorite pastime. We We had a prompt at work, a little icebreaker, if you will. That was, what was your favorite summer pastime? And I literally wrote, <laughs> drinking on a patio. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just makes it so difficult. Like, we were talking about, like, oh, we're going to cook at home. We're going to, you know, start eating greens and lettuces go and go on walks and not drink so much. Mm-hmm. And Water. and then, like, the first nice day happened, and I was like. It all went out the window really quick. What patio? How many beers? <laughs> like like relax um so but also part of our little our little healthy you know we're trying to encourage each other we're being accountability buddies that's what we say and then we're not that good at it but I mean if we go down we go down together that's exactly how it is (laughs) but you know one thing that really stuck out to me this past week that you you brought up and you Hmm. said and it just really got me thinking so you know Brittany goes oh yeah I'm, I'm reading a book and I was like I am reading a book. You are not reading a book. I go, no, you're not. She goes, yes, I am. She starts telling me all about it. I go, what do you mean you're reading it? Oh, yeah. I said, I said, I will talk about this book to anyone that will listen. Yeah. And I go, (laughs) what do you mean? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. You're not. Because let me say this. You, I know you can't read a book because not because you can't read. (laughs) That sounded (laughs) terrible. Because you're the kind of person that needs 25 things happening at the same time. So there's no way you're sitting on a couch. You need the YouTube on, the the TV on. We've talked about this, that I I have like five different things going on. To to see you sit down and physically hold a book, I'm like, it's just not happening. And then the truth comes out. And Brittany says to me, well, actually... I'm listening on an audiobook. Yeah. And I just got to thinking, <laughs> you know, people who avidly read, how do they feel when people who listen to audiobooks describe it as I'm reading a book? I feel as if they feel strongly that I am in fact not reading the book. <laughs> but I mean, I comprehended everything that was happening. I can't I wish I had the time and the luxury to just sit down and read a physical book. But every time I'm listening to my book, I'm driving, I'm working, I'm cleaning, doing laundry. I got to multitask. Well, it's like the same thing for a podcast. A lot of people just put it on and do other stuff. And that's why they're like so great for Mm -hmm. that. But you cannot say, I'm reading this book. I feel like people, I saw it. What made me even think about it too was I saw a TikTok (laughs) of this guy being like, I will assassinate you if you say you're reading a book, but you're really listening to a book and I won't read your obituary. (laughs) And I was like, that's That's fine. That's deep. Um, It seems like they're pretty passionate about it. Yeah, I feel... um like I've been called out and targeted a lot on TikTok because I just feel like everything I scroll past, I'm like, this feels like an attack. 
But you know what? Props to you, though, for even listening to a book, because I can't tell you the last time I listened to an audiobook, which this was literally when you used to have to buy the CDs, by the way. Oh, really? Because my mom, I, I want to say it was like all the Twilight books. Yeah. When they first came out in the car, we would listen to the CDs. So if we went oh. on like road trips or we like were driving to school or I anything. So that was like the last time I ever listened See? to it. And I loved it, but that was like a way different time. That was literally like CDs. That's crazy. No, I've listened to now four. I just finished the last book that I listened to <laughs> yesterday. I've been on Hunger Games kick. So, which those I did read back when they came out, but I re-listened to them all on audiobook. And then I listened to the prequel. It's very good. See, I never read the books, but obviously I saw the movies and I... We've been talking about it too because you said that the move, the new movie that's mm-hmm. the prequel is about to come out November. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I, I, I gotta be honest. I probably won't listen to. That's okay. I won't spoil it for you. I spoiled it for Brian. I keep telling him about it, and he's like, "I don't want spoilers." I'm like, "But I have to talk to somebody about that." Yeah, you were trying to tell me about. It. I'm like, "It's so good." I, I got so caught up in the fact that you tried to tell me you're reading, and I was like. I have to get to the bottom of mm-hmm. this immediately. <laughs> this is no chance. Not the case. Um, but let's let's get away from our own downfalls and get yeah. into all the stuff that has been going on this past week. Starting with a little bit more of the Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn drama breakup. Yeah. It's all speculation right now, kind of. It is speculation because Joe has now been spotted he was included on emma layard i think i'm saying that correctly maybe not she's a scottish actress they are both working on a film together they are on the set of brutalish um she included a photo of him on a scooter in a carousel instagram post and the swifties went wild they As i think they were should. attacking her oh, a bit oh, um never mind you in the comments and take it back yeah and then there was also you know swifties that were saying you know i do not condone this i don't support these swifties in this comment section to the point where emma then had to you know remove comments from the photo carousel she didn't take the carousel down she could have deleted the photo of joe alwyn that had everyone so she deleted comments from she just turned all comments off for the post oh so no more speculation can be had so it's interesting. I'm sure time will tell how we feel about it. So I did see rumors and like TikToks about people speculating that they said that the reason that they broke up was because he was about to go do this movie. She was about mm-hmm. to go to tour. And so they were like, let's take this time to like reassess the relationship. We're going to be apart for a long time. And then supposedly Taylor didn't realize that he was going to be like, totally fine with it like she thought he was gonna be like oh yeah. never mind I miss you and supposedly that's not what happened so either way though if you're filming a movie together you're gonna be in photos together so like right that it doesn't necessarily mean that the two are together although the Swifties are implying that some other things I've been seeing is everyone saying you know Joe says I want to be private he's such a private person yet he let this Emma girl Post a, Post a picture of him. Just seems a little sketchy, a little weird timing. So I guess we'll see how that unfolds. I mean, definitely. 
I don't think I'd be happy if I was Taylor to see no, that I'd regardless. Be I'd but, be pissed. Yeah, but still. Um, it was just not a good week for her, though, altogether. No. Because I was seeing, I honestly felt bad, but she handles things so well when she's performing. Like, whenever True. there's malfunctions, she is, like, on top of it. Like, immediately knows how to respond and like a true professional yeah well you have to think too you're she has so many shows Mm -hmm. and such long performances you are bound to mess up yes every show's not gonna go yeah perfectly as planned but the one um the show that she had in tampa she got the opener wrong so she said like oh everybody makes some noise for Gracie and it was actually Gail that opened Mm. because on her tour she's having different artists depending on where the location is so different openers for each show so she thought it was Gracie but it was Gail um and then the mic pack got unplugged so she couldn't hear so she had to wait and have somebody come out um and then she messed up the words to speak now which you said that she's kind of She's changing the songs each time, too. Yes. So at each show, she's been doing two surprise songs. And she made a comment at her very first show for the Eras Tour that she would only sing a song one time for the surprise songs unless she messed it up. So she threw in that little caveat. And there's been a few songs where she's messed up lyrics minorly. And people are speculating that she may be doing that on purpose. Because so she, she can, wants to perform them again? Yes, because she wants to report, or like reperform the songs. That kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the infamous dive into the stage got timed wrong. Yeah. So she like was going <laughs> to dive and the thing wasn't there. And so she had to wait for it to come back. But again, like every single one of these scenarios, I was like, damn, that I could just never. I feel like if I did one thing, like I remember in dance when we used to dance and like you get one move wrong and if it like goes to your head yeah like your whole routine is thrown off so I can't imagine being up there for three hours messing up that many times but then like being able to right away like correct it yeah I would be so in my head about like the first thing that if like a second thing happened I'd be like shows off yep call it we're done Tell him I missed the dive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Because on the subject of that, actually, um, you know, a lot of things went wrong at Coachella this year. Coachella was interesting this year. It's so confusing to me because for some reason with other festivals, I feel like we see so much of the actual festival. And with Coachella, it's always like you see some pictures there, but Mm -hmm. everything is like get ready with me before this is what I'm wearing. This is where I'm staying. And then like you see the after of like, Oh, I'm so hungover. It was such a crazy time. Yeah. But, like nobody sees like the crazy time or like the festival. So you're like, what no. goes on in there? Like, I truly want to know. It does feel like a mystery. What actually happens at Coachella? Because I feel like so much of the time people spend at the, at Coachella is to your point, the before, the after. I don't I don't even believe that some of these influencers make it to any sense. Well, we saw a TikTok of a girl literally being like, I'm getting ready and getting dressed and taking pictures and pretending I'm going today, but I'm actually not going today. People are up in arms. Yeah, and I feel like that's just so stressed. Like, it's crazy because I think why we can't fathom it, because we obviously love 
like Lala every single year. But the point is to like, we love the music. We love being there. We love like, if you're just doing it for like, I don't picture. Yeah. Like go to a desert on a different, go on a trip. Like don't go to to a parking garage. People get great pictures there. That's, I do find that interesting that, People just don't even seem interested like they don't in wanna, the music. Yeah, they don't even want to go to the festival. They're like, oh, that's just part of this. But like, I have to get ready and get dressed and get these pictures. And then like the festival is just like one thing they're checking off their mm-hmm. list. But like, that's the reason we do all the other stuff. Right. Usually. I know. I feel like at least for us, when we go to something like Lala, the before and after is so minuscule but our time there we want to maximize how many sets we can see make sure we get there like I mean half the time we don't even get photos because no we're so busy like we need to see this artist I don't care if we're late like I don't care if your hair is ready like let's go kind of thing yeah it's just like a it's such a different world I think it is and that's why too like I've never went I've never even considered going so I'm like I don't I don't know if I would like that environment of like not feeling like everyone's into the music. I don't know if it is like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are a lot of people that go that really do just want to go for the music. But what we see is the influencers mm-hmm. and like the other people going. And it's like, I don't get it. Like yeah. what, what's going on? But um, we had we had a lot of people go just like always. And, you know, the interesting thing was this year we obviously had a lot of fashion and mm-hmm. That's kind of, I think, what did make Coachella so popular at first. The fashion of it all. Was the fashion of it all. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about it in the Patreon um, bonus content this week. So we're going to go through some outfits and talk about some trends that were going on. But it was interesting because this year, so celebrities kind of set the precedent for Coachella fashion. It was like they would go, they would wear these crazy outfits and everyone would be like, oh my God, I want to go do that too. But now, since there's so many influencers going and doing that, Mm -hmm. celebrities are kind of wearing not crazy outfits and kind of dressing really casually to set themselves apart from the influencers. So it's kind of like a total uno reverse of like, it really is because they started the fashion and now they're like, no more of that. We are above that. Yeah, we don't have to do that. Yeah, I don't so know. So interesting to me. Very interesting. But yeah, we're, we're reviewing the looks on the Patreon bonus episode. Um, and, you know, with that, we we obviously had a lot of performances. Mm-hmm. One being Bad Bunny, which Kendall did go to see. Although Bad Bunny did recently at a concert say that he was not dating her. That's very interesting. But she was there. Um, and what else? Bad Bunny brought out Post Malone Mm -hmm. to do like a collab, you know, perform together. And supposedly there was a lot of technical difficulties going on, which this was not the only show that was having issues, but they were having technical difficulties. So they were trying to get Post Malone to like get off the stage so they could like figure out what was going on. Mm -hmm. And some fans thought that Bad Bunny was like kicking him off the stage. Oh, really? And people got pissed. But really, I guess it was just like, Technical, tech issues. Yeah, tech issues. And then a lot of people were going off on Twitter being like, whoever is in charge of this needs to be fired. Like so many people, you know, pay so much money to go to Coachella. And that was kind of the same precedent and problem with Frank Ocean set. Mm. 
So everybody was like so excited to see Frank Ocean was performing. Yeah, people were camping out like outside of the gates to be able to get in to have good spots specifically for Frank Ocean. Yeah, and so, you know, he hadn't performed in a long time and people were thinking like maybe he's not going to do it. Is he going to do it? And then, you know, he is set to do it. So everybody goes, camps out, and then not only was it an hour late, which the rumors behind that were there was supposed to be some big ice rink Mm -hmm. performance with like ice skaters. And he decided that he didn't want that anymore. So last minute they had to melt the ice stage. And that's what took an hour. That's such an extreme change. Very extreme. Um, And then also on top of that, supposedly people were saying he was lip syncing and also backstage for a lot of the performances so I've seen this happen like a couple times where an artist will have to like fix their mic pack or like mm-hmm. something's going wrong. So they like go to the side of the stage, but they continue performing and mm-hmm. you can't see them for a second, but never like multiple songs in a row. But it yeah. sounded like that's what was going on in this situation. Mm-hmm. So it definitely was not looking too good. And then he actually ended up canceling the second weekend. Yeah, he's not going to be there for weekend two due to a quote-unquote, leg injury that happened during the week leading up to weekend one of Coachella. So I guess it's going to be interesting to see people who saw him perform. Was he injured? Like, because he would have been injured. They might not know. They barely saw him. I guess that's a good point. (laughs) I guess we'll never know. It just sounds like there could have been so many better reasons it sounds like the biggest excuse to like not have to show up like like when you like beg your parents to not go to school so you don't have to take a test that you didn't study for and you pretend to be sick that's what I feel like is going on here but it's so obvious that it's almost like insulting it's like just (laughs) just like say the truth things didn't go well yeah like I don't want to I'm not doing it again like maybe it's something like contractually that probably he was obligated to do it unless like stipulation leg injury he like and it was a loophole down on the on the desert i mean yeah <laughs> <My> like <leg. laughs> i can't anymore no it's like the sponge on my leg my leg my leg um seriously like i don't i can't imagine what the situation was like if he obviously if he's really injured like that's not funny but hopefully he's not and hopefully this is just the excuse yeah I can't imagine that if he really had a a broken leg, he was performing immediately after the first show. I mean, I've seen artists perform with broken legs, so I don't understand. Oh, well, we've also seen artists perform past curfew, which was something he refused to do. Mm -hmm. And people were not too happy about that because his set only ended up being like 30 minutes since it was late. And then curfew was, you know, whatever time it was. So we actually just saw Macklemore was performing mm-hmm. and he was like, it's going to cost me $10,000 every one per minute. Yeah. Every one minute that we go over curfew. And so at the end of it, they went over four minutes. So he was like, I lost $40,000. And he was physically in the crowd, like crowd surfing. Having a good old time. It looked so hype. It now makes me want to go to like a Macklemore concert if he ever comes to Detroit. Oh my gosh. The it would be so fun. F- the first um, Macklemore album, I was obsessed. I could. Were I you could, really? Yes. 
I could wrap every single thing on that thing. That's incredible. We, well, we got to go if he's coming. Then. Yeah, I mean, I would have I would have loved to before I saw him crowd surfing for $40,000. But yeah, no. What a guy. No, I know. It seems really fun. Um, But I feel like every time when you're in that situation, yes, it sucks. And like, you don't want to be in that situation. But as an artist, I feel like it's so beneficial and your fans appreciate it so much that mm-hmm. It's just like not even a question. I feel like most artists do are like, just let's go over a couple minutes. It's fine. Well, and my thought is how strict of a curfew is this? Like at Lala, I get it because it's the the festival's in the middle of the city. Everyone can hear what's going on. But from my understanding, Coachella happens in a desert, in almost the middle of nowhere. So how strict are these curfews? Right, like who's coming out there being like, oh, that was 30 seconds past. Yeah, especially with how late he was. I don't know. Just the whole thing doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, it seems like people were just mainly disappointed because, again, like these people were camping out. They were so excited. And like even when we've missed an artist because we were late ourselves, like Mm -hmm. it's so disappointing. I can't even imagine like actually being there camping out and then being like oh well i'd be sad here's 30 minutes and like also (laughs) you don't get to see him and also the set wasn't great yeah i don't know um hopefully though i don't know who i can't remember now who the headliners are for lala but hopefully things go a little bit more smoothly when we go oh yeah oh yeah no there was good ones there was like a lot of good ones i just can't think right now no, there are a ton of good ones. I can't. You think can think either. No. Okay, perfect. My um, brain's running on e. What What else even happened? So that was all the Coachella stuff. You know, it was interesting this year because I feel like last year it was all about Revolve Fest, like Revolve Fest Gate. Like everyone was complaining oh gosh, about yeah. like frying out there, not having water, all this stuff. And it was quiet this year. And I didn't hear a single peep about Revolve Fest And it year. happened. They still had Revolve Fest with actually, you know, what I did see there was, I'm 99% sure it was at Revolve Fest, Louis the Child was performing and nobody was there because all of the, because infl- Louis the Child themselves, they posted it to TikTok. They were like, Nobody was there because they were all taking pictures. That is so, that's exactly what we're that's talking so about. Though. I could never sad. imagine, but also they're, they're going be, to Lala, so like we'll be there. We will absolutely be there. Oh. Their set's going to be hype. I've seen them at Electric Forest. So good, yeah. so good. I'm excited for that. But yeah, it was so weird. It was like all revolved last year, and then it was like nothing this year. And then I feel like the theme this year though was everybody was in like houses or like little villas and we're talking about like oh we're going back to our villas or like we're going back to our houses or yeah i didn't even know that was out there you didn't know that they had villas and houses out there no i thought it was like the desert and there was like one hotel no some um a lot of brands take over houses but i feel like this year was the most prominent where there was like camps and yeah that's compounds. What I mean, like compounds like that's kind of what i feel like i never heard about that before mm-hmm. it was a really big thing this year it was it was interesting i don't know i just feel like last year i felt like i was physically there at coachella and this year i felt super removed from it yeah 
It's definitely one of those things that's kind of, I think it's losing its like hype. It's losing its touch for sure. Yeah. I feel like it peaked. I mean, they had like Beyonce there a couple years back. and That was a sen- huge deal. Yes. And I feel like since then, I mean, last year Harry Styles headlined. That was cool. They still had some good headliners this year. Well, that's year, the thing. But- it's like they have good artists, but I think it's just weird for everybody because- it seems like the people who are attending don't even really care. And yeah, you're like, I feel like people- You're like, give us those like big headliners because yeah. we care. <laughs> I feel like people, because I mean, there's people leaving early that you mentioned earlier. They're just coming for a picture and then dipping out. And then you also have influencers that are just, seem like they're complaining that they're there. They're like, Meh, I don't, I don't even want to be here. And just like blatantly, and some people will react and be like, oh, you are so real for that. Like, th- th- you're great. And it's like, what? Why did you even go in the first place? I don't know. I guess you don't know till because you know. anybody who's anybody is there. Oh, are they? <laughs> and that's why we weren't there. Yeah, because we're nobodies. nobodies. <laughs> uh, anyways, so... Yeah, that was pretty much all that drama. Also, you know, speaking of this lack of water, terrible conditions, Mm. questionable conditions, um, apparently Love is Blind is in some hot water for their conditions for the cast. And production is being questioned about what was going on because people are now coming out from past seasons saying that they didn't get enough food, didn't get enough water, were overserved alcohol. Some said that they were deprived of sleep and were made to film for over 20 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. And I guess their sleeping quarters, at least in the first season, because that's where most of the information is coming from, they had the girls and the guys in these camper trailer situations. And in bunk beds that didn't seem safe, there was cockroaches. They finally got moved to hotels. Oh my God. Yeah. I know, which is so interesting. And then I saw online people saying, well, yeah, it makes sense why they're always sleeping on the couches because. Yeah. This last season too, one of the contestants literally fell asleep while on a date with her, who she ended up marrying, but literally fell asleep and it makes way more sense now because at the time they're I'm like sleep deprived yeah damn um yeah and then also they had their reunion that was supposed to be a live reunion but it ended up not being live because it was delayed tech issues more tech what's issues. with all these tech I- like is there a mercury retrograde right now isn't there always i don't even know what that means i feel like everyone's always saying that i mean because it's a thing and it ruins uh. <laughs> people's lives And if there's one right now, that's why we're all dealing with these tech issues. I'm looking it up. Well, also during the Love is Blind reunion, everybody was surprised at who they left feeling like was the real villain, which was actually the host, Vanessa Lachey. Mm -hmm. So Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey have been hosting Love is Blind since the first season. And obviously this was the fourth season. Um, Each season, it feels like more complaints come out about them and their hosting abilities, specifically when reunions come around because people feel that they don't really ask the best questions Mm -hmm. that we're all thinking after watching the season, and Mm. they don't really get down to the bottom of it. And Mm -hmm. actually, 
you know, Andy Cohen does the Watch What Happens Live for Bravo. Yeah. And he does such a good job with their reunions, always getting like down to the good questions. And he actually commented on the fact that this was a live reunion and said, you know, live reunions are never a good idea because the best parts come out of reunions of talking for hours and hours because you don't even mean to get these things out of the people sometimes Mm -hmm. because just you're talking so long it just comes out and those are the best pieces and you can't do that if it's a live reunion because who the hell is going to watch 12 hours of footage that isn't cut and so he said it's always better to do it after the fact and put it together and make it make sense better um and that's how you get all the good little pieces of drama too so I feel like there apparently there's a petition to get them removed is, as the I've hosts. So I feel like next season we may be seeing different hosts, which will be interesting who they pick. It will be very interesting. I feel like prediction that it could be past castmates. I was going to say the same thing. Like perhaps um that would be cool. Lauren and Cameron were one like really successful couple and they do mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff now. I feel like I could see them taking over. So that'll be interesting. Um, But also, speaking of weddings, David's bridal is supposedly, they're not closing, but they filed for bankruptcy. So Mm -hmm. they started as a small bridal salon in Florida in 1950, and they now have about 300 locations. They filed for bankruptcy protection days after the company announced that they were going to be laying off 9,200 employees across the nation. Um, But supposedly for now, they're going to keep the 300 stores and website operating for all customers. But, you know, supposedly they are not doing so hot. And are you okay? Sorry, my mic keeps I see, going I like this. Saw that. Yeah, everyone can probably see I keep fixing it. It's okay, I'm not judging you um so yeah so supposedly that's happening which is kind of interesting because I'm pretty sure at one point they were dressing one-fourth of the nation's brides so like oh yeah one out of four brides were wearing David's bridal dresses extremely popular so it's kind of it's just so weird because I feel like too growing up like you kind of just knew that that was like the store that everyone went to Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like the same thing theme with Party City also just filed for bankruptcy. And that one just kind of hits because it's like, damn, that's where I used to go to get all my Halloween costumes before. Like, me too. Like, I feel like I frequent Party City to get Halloween costumes. I feel like Spirit Week stuff for school. Oh, every time. They have those giant aisles of basically any kind of theme you could think of color you could think of for birthday parties I feel like that's where I got like goodie bags to give away at birthday parties it's so nostalgic of like when we were younger but I I kind of wonder now like do kids still do that stuff or is it all like oh well we'll just order it from Amazon I think that's what it I think a lot of it comes off it was such a good experience to like go to a store when we were younger and Mm -hmm. like and do you remember too, like the Halloween costumes, they'd have like numbers, it'd be like A52 and then yes. you'd have to go like find the A52 uh-huh. and pull out the costume. It's just like so nostalgic. You're like, damn, if these stores close, like first of all, I'll be sad. But second of all, like I feel old as hell. I know. And it's going to be weird like telling our kids one day like, oh, we used to go to the, like 
the store to pick, pick out, out our, yeah our halloween costume or things like that so much is online right now and it it's sad seeing brick and mortar stores go away yeah well they filed for bankruptcy as part of a 150 million dollar restructuring but this is exciting as part of the strategy to restructure and hopefully get better business they are going to be evolving halloween city pop-up stores so they're going to try pop-up stores. Oh, what do you mean? For Halloween stuff. I love Like that. instead of Party City, it's going to be Halloween City and they're going to do pop-up stores. Oh, that's cute. That's I like just, that. That's just part of their plan. They're also going to be improving the online shopping experience and um, converting the stores to next generation prototypes. So just doing some updating. But that's cool. the main one that I noticed that they were doing Halloween? was Halloween We're City. We're halfway to Halloween. Like just about six months away i don't know if that makes me super happy or like what the hell's going on but no i'm super happy um and then also another one that i feel like was like something you did as a kid which i don't know why but like bed bath and beyond i do feel like i was there a lot i think my mom just really liked bed bath and beyond for some reason it feels like we went a lot frequently but you know what i think it was and i think this is part of their problem with their business model which i don't know what i'm talking about but i'm gonna give my two cents Mm -hmm. i think they got all of like our the generation above us like our parents in there because it was like 20 percent off if you sign up they actually had so many coupons all the time yes but now i feel like people don't really like fall for that as much because the prices are higher it's like it's like 20 percent off was a scam yeah it's kind of like just bring it down to normal pricing that's what a lot of stores i think do now but i don't think people fall for that as much as they used to Mm -hmm. like when you used to get a a coupon and go mm-hmm. into the store it'd be like so exciting you're like i'm really getting this at a, a deal yeah and like now if you do it you're like it should have been this price already exactly <laughs> it's like not even excited about it anymore well and i feel like we have so much more access i feel like before if you wanted to compare prices you'd have to do it in the magazines newspapers what have you and now you can just quickly google the price comparisons online oh and what i do a lot is if i find something i like i will never just buy it i will always like google image search it yeah and see if it pops up anywhere else but also which i know people get pissed about amazon but the thing about amazon is one returns are easy so like let's say Mm. i get and we know how you feel about returns i know I'm getting better. Um, And so I'll find something. I'll look. I'll, I'll see if I find it on Amazon. And in my head, I'm like, even if this is like way shittier quality and like that's why it's cheaper, I can return it. And yeah. then like sometimes it's just not though. Yeah. Sometimes, you sometimes know, you find it's quality. Sometimes a dupe is a dupe. No, a dupe is a dupe. It's not always. Sometimes the dupes aren't duping. That's true. I've seen a lot of good dupes though on Amazon. Um, uh-huh. But also just like, and I don't know, anywhere. Like even those chairs that I was talking about, like I saw them being sold on like so many different stores. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes it was like four times the price. I'm like, thank God I didn't go here first. I would have been so pissed if I would have yeah. found this after the yeah. fact, like on um, somewhere cheaper. So yeah, that's um, our two cents on that. But I don't totally understand the space, but I thought this was interesting. So You know, speaking of financial troubles here, FTX is a cryptocurrency Mm. that's known for being a crypto scam. 
that used influencers and celebrities like Shaq, Giselle, Tom Brady. <gasps> Stop, really? Of course. And more. Always Tom before they filed for bankruptcy under really sketchy circumstances. And the founder, Sam Bankman Fried, I don't know if I'm saying that right. That seems interesting. Faces fraud <laughs> faces fraud charges <laughs> as prosecutors accused him of cheating thousands of investors out of billions of dollars while casting himself as a trustworthy savior of cryptocurrency. And so I thought this was interesting because actually... Taylor Swift, our queen, avoided being in the mix of this financial scam because she was offered $100 billion to do mm -hmm. a deal promoting FTX, and she ended up turning it down. Heck yeah, she did. Which, what kind of money can you be making to turn down $100 billion? But anyways, so <laughs> Taylor Swift avoided that, um, and... Unlike Taylor, Shaq did not avoid it. And supposedly what's kind of held up this trial and prosecution for so long is lawyers have been trying to serve Shaq with paperwork. And allegedly they couldn't find him to serve him this. And I'm just sit sitting here, I'm reading this, I'm thinking, how the hell can you not find like the biggest man in the world? Homeboy can't be missed. He cannot. Like, I feel like how could you... If you asked me to find them, I feel like you just have to call like three people in LA and be like, hey, when's the last time you seen this man? Like, yeah, where's you can't DJ miss Diesel? Him. You cannot miss him. Which actually we did see him DJ. It was honestly one of the highlights epic. of my life. Yeah. But he was so happy. <laughs> Supposedly he's in a little hot water with this FTX thing. But yeah, okay. I thought that was hilarious. I was reading this article. I'm like, damn, wow. Taylor Swift avoided this. That's crazy. And then I'm like, they Shout couldn't find they couldn't find Shaq. Hmm. I feel That's, that just like seems just, so mm. unlikely. Like were they they clearly weren't trying that hard. No. So that's um all the drama that's been going on this past week. It's and a that, lot. It's a lot. And guess what? The Mercury retrograde starts the day this podcast comes out. So I feel like you spoke that into existence. Probably. And then it goes until like May 18th. And perfect. So just everyone beware. Don't sign any crazy documents. Um, what? Beware that your technology might go haywire. Um, communication Stop might be poor. Stop putting this bad stuff in the that's just dump. The, that's dump. just what comes with a Mercury retrograde and people should be aware, alert. Um, okay. And proceed with caution. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for scaring everybody. Um, okay, now let's get into this week's shady stories. Shady story number one. Me and my ex-boyfriend, let's call him Josh, met at school 10 years ago when we were 15 and became inseparable. Mm. Everything was going great until it was time for us to go to university and he moved six hours away so we became long distance. I was never worried about him cheating, and we drove to see each other on the weekends. My friends, however, kept telling me he was becoming too close to this other girl, we'll call her Rachel, who went to his university. I brushed it off as I, I had complete trust in him. Four years passed, and we both graduated. I got a job, and Josh decided to start medical school, the same one Rachel was going to. I moved six hours away from my family to be with him, and we bought a house. My friends still didn't have much faith in Josh and Rachel's relationship, but whenever I'd ask, he'd say she was just a friend. I never asked to meet her because I was just too trusting. 
After a couple more months, I found out I was pregnant. Both me and Josh were super excited and I felt like my life was perfect. I had the dream pregnancy and Josh was doing great in med school. I went into labor whilst out with my best friend and we went to the hospital. I called Josh multiple times, but I went to voicemail. The same happened when my friend called him as well. I put it down to the fact that he was probably at school and might be with a patient, so I texted him to tell him what was happening. Nine hours later, I had our baby girl and finally managed to get a hold of Josh, and he'd said he'd be at the hospital soon. He walked in hand-in-hand with Rachel, kissed her in front of me, and told me both him and Rachel would be taking care of our our daughter and moving her 11 hours away to Dubai. I was heartbroken and scared I was going to lose my baby girl. We went through months of court battles, and eventually I was granted full custody. Now I have a beautiful one-year-old daughter and a boyfriend who is the best father to her, As for Josh, he got what was coming to him. He and Rachel broke up, and he managed to get himself kicked out of med school and arrested. (gasps) What? (laughs) I guess karma really is a bitch. And you say he is just a friend. No, it's never just a fucking friend. friend. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was automatically red flags right away. Um, but it's how was he about to just come in, swoop in nine hours after labor and take the baby? Sir, you weren't even there. Get the fuck out. Don't, I can't. Don't let him sign the birth certificate. No. I don't know. I, I mean, she won the custody of the baby, which. Thank goodness. Rightfully so. But. Bro, I'm so sorry. I kind of want to know, like, what did he do to get arrested? Yeah, no, I need more. I need, like, I need to know. Yeah, please write back in. <laughs> We're nosy. <laughs> we are very nosy. Um, I'm, I'm shook that that wasn't included in this. I feel like, first of all, when you're in a situation, it's hard to see. But like if your friends are telling you, it's kind of like the girl at the bar. It's like if your friends can see it and they're not in it, like they might be right. And if you have a gut feeling that your man is with a different girl, he is like. But she didn't. She was trusting him. I tried friends, to do that and it didn't work out for me. What do you mean? In high school, I had a boyfriend once and <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. I had a boyfriend once and he I just had a feeling he was like becoming really close friends with this girl and I chalked it up to, oh, they're going to the same college because we all had like decide what colleges we were going to. You know, another friend from out there, like no reason to like think anything bad was gonna happen. Oh, and bad things did happen. He he cheated on me with her, he took her to the movies, but also <laughs> What do you mean he took? I was at the movie. They kissed at the movies or something. They went on a date to the movies. Well, in spring break happened before that. We were on the same spring break. Homegirl was on another spring break trip, and they were texting the entire time. Like he would stay in his hotel room (gasps) to be connected to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, him. You um he so he could be connected to the Wi-Fi and would text her the whole time. And they were like texting like not inappropriate things, but not like. Not an appropriate How do you know? thing. Did you look at his phone? No, people told me. I somehow got screenshots. I don't. I was well connected at the time. <laughs> um, so apparently that yeah. And then I went to the movies. It was like the Sunday we got back from spring break, and he was at the movies at the same time with this girl, and I was with that girl's friend, and we somehow none of us ran into each other, and then the next it was day- a total fucking selena moot like the, yeah that they pulled yeah selena. yeah yeah, like, yeah. The friends were like will distract distracting her me? no i swear because we'll, it was like that girl's take- best friend and 
Then we were. That is deep. I know. Then we were at school Monday and he broke up with me and we were all in the same first hour class and I had bad vibes. He sat behind me and she sat two rows over. And to this day, I still regret not because then he broke up with me and I knew what was going on. And we had to pick prom dates that week too. So that's a whole nother story. (laughs) But then the next day when I walked into class and they were still like, he was still sitting in the seat that was behind me and she was still two rows over and they were both sitting there. And in my head, I wanted to say, do you want to take my seat too? Since you already took my boyfriend. Um, I didn't say that. Um, I kind of wish I would have. Never in the moment. It's always like after, after you think of it and you're like, damn, I wish I would have done that. It would have been a real good one liner. Um, it's okay. But it's okay. They You won in the end. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> he made a tweet once and it was kind of funny. He was like, he was like, I traded in a, um, a Ferrari for a station wagon. And I'd like to think that that was about me. <laughs> That is so shout out. <laughs> that is so much. Sorry, up. that was a lot of detail. Um, that's okay. We pre- it was like a, a bonus shady story. It was a bonus shady story. I'm pretty open with these <laughs> things. All of a sudden, like I won't even know what you're about to go into. I'm like, damn, what's she about to say? No, like I'm scared. I swear, sometimes I've been told by many people that I should write a book about some of the things that I've been through because you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, that's um. Your story, I would say it's like a, a nine out of 10. Thank you. No, there's more to it too. I mean, it's, we won't get into it today, but maybe later. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> I think this one was also a nine out of 10. I I agree. Shady story number two or three, if you will, for the day. <laughs> um, one day in college, the teacher had stapled answer sheets to the back of every test by mistake. A few minutes after passing the test around, his phone rang and stepped out. Everyone had noticed the answer sheet and we decided that we would all use it and tear it off. Hopefully he wouldn't notice. So I checked each of the answers and they were all correct except for the last one. We were to draw a flow chart for a process. I checked the answer sheet. Answers will vary. I drew the flow chart and tore off the answer sheet and walked to the front of the podium to turn my test in. When I got to the podium, I had to know. I needed to see what everyone else had drawn with their flowchart. Answers will vary. Everyone had written that on their test. I feel. Are what? I mean, it's like when people get caught copying because like, it's like something that you have to interpret on your own. Uh-huh. But like, you don't. That's so bad. They had one job. Yeah. It's, it's disappointing. Like, you were given all the tools but then again, I just feel like so many missing things. Like what happened? Clearly that the teacher probably had to have said something about this. But at that point, like, what are you going to do? Now they all know. Now you got to make a whole new test. Yeah, that's not fun for the teacher. Yeah. And then technically, like, you could all get expelled. You could, but that also but was a lot of paperwork. Yeah, he I feel like. Them. It's his fault. I feel like this is one of those situations where it's the teacher forgets to collect the homework and there's that one kid in class that says, are you going to collect the homework? And um, ruins it for everyone and all these people that just could have read and not put answers will vary would have saved a lot of trouble. You could have just left a blank. Um, They probably (laughs) still would have gotten an A. I would say this is a 7 out of 10 because I did find it funny. 
<laughs> I, I agree. Despite I thought, my lack of laughter. I thought it was funny. I, I can, I could imagine this happening, but I, I could see before it occurs, somebody being like, excuse me, you forgot the, the, the answers are in the back. I might've been like, I'm, could have been me. I think that would be like you. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> shady story number three, and this one has a title, a spring break playa playa. Sounds like Brittany's story. Could be, or it could be like another one of my stories. Who knows? <laughs> Sad it on. <laughs> um, okay, a spring break playa playa. Several years ago, I went on spring break with one of my friends, and one night we were walking down the beach, watching the waves, and having a chill night. On our way back, we met a couple of boys about our age, and we started talking. One of them took an interest to me and was very nice, but honestly, I was suspicious of his actions. Call it a girl's intuition. I'm quite shy and have social anxiety, so I normally wouldn't do this, but I thought, what the hell, it's spring break, and we ended up exchanging numbers and talked about hanging out later in the week. The next morning, I woke up to a good morning text from him and him being really sweet. I couldn't quite shake that suspicious feeling of him, so I did my homework and searched his socials, and sure enough, I was right. There were tons of photos of him and his girlfriend. This immediately turned me off of him. Instead of confronting him, I just ghosted him because he didn't deserve a response. Naturally, I told my friend and she told me that his friends were texting her to tell me that they had broken up and weren't together anymore. I still didn't care and didn't fully believe him because the last picture they posted together was a week before spring break started. After all of this, he still shows up outside of her hotel later that night asking to hang out. My friend told me to have fun and just hang out with him as in the two of us alone. I said no and went to my room to watch a movie and left his ass waiting outside for who knows how long. I didn't feel bad one bit. Also, a couple weeks after I got back home to Michigan, I checked his socials to see him posting a photo with his girlfriend and made me even more happy. I trusted my gut and I left his ass outside and ghosted. Hell yeah, brother. You gotta <laughs> trust your gut. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. She knew. She knew. And she did not let the play a play a play her. It's kind of what, like, were you really that desperate to have a spring break hookup that you're having your friends text her and be like, no, well, they broke up. Yeah, that's like, disgusting. Like, relax, man. Just enjoy spring break. Yeah, just have fun with the boys. <laughs> we you know what that's do like. That? <laughs> no, that was literally, um, oh, I kind of posted this on social media this past weekend when we were at the Tigers game. So it was like supposed to be like a girl's day, but. Brian and Evan were coming with us to the Tigers game eventually, but Brian went golfing. And so Evan came with us immediately. Yeah. So it was just me, Britt, and Evan for a while. <laughs> and we also met up with some other girls that were like having a girls day. And so Evan was just like with us with a group of girls and all of his <laughs> guy friends and ev pretty much every guy who knew was golfing. Uh huh. And we know Evan loves his golf. Mm -hmm. So he was like, yeah, no, I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm glad I didn't golf. I'm like, oh, I'm sure. He's like, no, no, no. It's just a girl's day. I'm with the girls, like having so much fun. I'm like, yep. Yeah, you are. Mm hmm. And so I have proof of that. And it was posted on social media. It was hilarious. It was really funny. Um. But yeah, so I don't see why he couldn't just do that. No, just, yeah. <laughs> Scum. She dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, I give this one like a six out of ten. Yeah. She she knew. She knew, but nothing shady really happened. Well, I mean like he tried to initiate shadiness. But failed. Mm-hmm. A failed a failure. Play -a -play -a. Failed. 
<laughs> Damn, okay. Um, <laughs> well, that concludes... Concludes? <laughs> concludes. Um, I'm apparently British now. Um, that concludes this week's Shady Stories. I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say episode, but like it does conclude the episode. Yeah, but like damn, that's an abrupt call. Like that concludes the episode. Goodbye. Um, See ya. No, we don't mean it. Um, yeah, keep submitting your shady stories. There was a couple other good ones in this week to pick from, so we had to pick and choose this week. So mm-hmm. keep sending them and. That's it. We'll see you guys in the next one. Or if you are on the Patreon, we will see you in the bonus content. So make sure you go subscribe to that and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.